Do you have a fear of clowns? Do you love shit? Do you like to party? Take a listen to this episode of Diction. Hello and welcome to Diction, a podcast about words and their origins. I'm your host, Ben Singleton, and I'm joined today by resident clown expert, Hannah. Thank you for honking in. Uh, No problem, Ben. It's lovely to be here. Thanks for having me. No worries at all. Now, today we're going to talk about some words, uh, as is very common for this podcast. Oh, I thought I thought we were talking about something else. Sorry, I, I think I have to go. You have to go? All right, yeah. bye. All right, see ya. See ya. Okay, Hannah, now you've um, brought a word, I've brought two, but you've given me one of the words that I've researched as well. I um, have, I have so given you that. I am going to uh, shed all the blame for this word uh, onto I'll you. I'll happily take it. Good. I'll take it. Yeah, because you're a, you're a good at juggling, uh, mm. being a clown and all. Yeah, no. Big, big red nose. Yeah. <laughs> that is me. Yeah. Okay. So, the words I've got are coprophilia uh, and party. And what have you got? Uh, I've got chlorophobia. I, are you sure it's not coolrophobia? It's coolrophobia. Can we can we do that again? <laughs> <laughs> we just did it again. Ah uh, shit. As we do here on Diction, uh, I'm going to ask you to try to define coprophilia for me. Now, you know what it means. I do know what it means. <laughs> you know exactly what it means. I have had a look at the meaning of this. You are filthy. I am filthy and disgusting. You're a degenerate. And I am. Yes. Respectif- respectfully, I am a degenerate. Yeah. So, could you just define that for me? Uh, I would define that as the fetish for scat, also known as shit. Am yeah. I allowed to say shit? You're absolutely allowed to say shit. Okay, lovely. <laughs> the fetish for shit. So it, it's abnormal uh, love for shit. Loving the poo-poo. Mm. Oh, God. No. Mm. Yeah, Delicious. so don't look it up. Do not look that up at all. I'm not gonna, I'm not even going to tell you how to spell it. Uh, Mum, I can explain. <laughs> uh, anyway, on to a bit of etymology. Now, coprophilia, you know, like there's all kinds of philias. Mm. So I wanted to explore the suffix philia more so than the word as a whole because it was a bit more interesting. So, philia is a love or like for something. Uh, it's common in, you know, I'll just give you another really great example, necrophilia. Oh, okay, lovely. Just I think like I know what that one means Such too. amazing happy words today on the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, philia comes from ancient Greek, uh, where it was still spelt the same, P-H-I-L-I-A. Ooh. Um, and it meant like a fraternal love, so a sort of familial love. Um, oh, not, really? Not necessarily being like related to, but just sort of like a, a, friendly, a, a familial a sort of love. bond. Yeah. Uh, and in ancient Greek, it was a word, its own word. And in modern English, it's now just a suffix. Let me check that I'm recording. I'm recording. That's lovely, great. Lovely, lovely. That's lovely. What's the, what's the weirdest philia you've ever heard of? Um, I don't really know off the top of my head. Do you have one? Oh, I think coprophilia. That was that was my Cop- one. Coprophilia. I didn't one. know that was the name of it, but now I unfortunately do. Um, there we go. So well, because when I was originally looking up uh, chlorophobia, I misspelled it, oh <laughs> and that's yeah. how I found you, that. You got your two like uh, my two fetishes. Your two fetishes mixed up. I did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. It happens a lot. Actually, something that might be interesting is like, is it is it file or philiac? Because you hear necrophiliac a lot. Oh, cop- oh yeah. What's is there a difference? Like, why is one that way and one? Let, let's have a look. Um, what's the difference? Okay, let's go to Reddit. No stupid questions. Philiac tends to be used more in life sciences or in a diagnostic sense, and file is more plain use, according to 
Milskidasith on Reddit. Yeah, nice. Thank you. Uh, shout out to Milskidasith on Reddit. Uh, yeah, uh, good on you. So files a pretty diverse term then, because yeah. I feel like you can use it in a few different ways. Because mm. you've got like you've got like audio files. Yeah. Um, and you've got like a copra file. Yeah. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you've got the pedophiles. Mm. So you've got like a range of uses for this word, yeah. which are very common and very bad, very yeah, uncommon. I, it, like innocent and unassuming. And then you've got the ones with more uh, sinister connotations. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, it, the file itself is uh, is very neutral, I feel. And then when you add the copper or you add the mm. necro or you add the pedo, then... What's, wait, so what's the like exact uh, definition for file? Is that just like... I, I told you, man. Bro, I've got, it's, I've got it, no it's memory. Just, it's just like a strong like or a love okay. for something. So like, I, I thought it was like an abnormal love. Is that not... It, no, it's not necessarily abnormal, but it's just sort of like a, a strong like or a love for something. Okay. Uh, but I mean... To to categorize someone as a, a file or a filiac, I feel you have to have sort of like an unhealthy obsession with yeah. something. Like you're not you're not a something file unless you are just like like the association most people would be putting onto that. If some if you call someone a file, you're saying it in a like a negative light. You're like, mm. oh, you're obsessed with this to an unhealthy point. Yeah. Like Matthew Leckie. Yeah, Matthew Leckie. He's he's, <laughs> he's obsessed he's with insane. audio. Yeah. It's insane. He's like, yeah, look at my headphones. We're going to move on to the next word, which is party. Can you tell me what party means? Um, <laughs> party. Uh, I'd say that that means a gathering of people to celebrate a occasion. Yeah, that hits the right notes. What's What's the actual definition? Well, uh, the dictionary uh, results on Google say a social gathering of invited guests, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. That's pretty spot. It don't even <laughs> Yeah, you, you know, you got the social gathering aspect and that's good. But it comes from uh, a word meaning division or part. Ooh. All the way back in Latin. Uh, but in, I want to speak more about it in English specifically. So in the 1200s, it was known as a division or a part. By 1300, it was the sides of a dispute. Think like, you know, a political party or something. Yeah. So like two parties. Like a war. Yeah. Or like in warring parties. Uh, in the 17th century, it meant detachment from a larger group. So, you know, if a smaller group splintered off, uh, mm. specifically in uh, in war, like oh, a, yeah. a platoon yeah, yeah, of soldiers, yeah. you got like a little You have your different parties. Party. Yeah. And then it was later in the 17th century, a group of people gathered for a specific purpose. So think like a hunting party or a fishing party. I'm not really sure if it, if search party was used back then. But a search party would also be I'd say so. Something, I think that's a something similar. Common, yeah, it's common. common. I'm just not sure if it's from all the way yeah. back then. Yeah. Um, and it was first used to describe a social gathering in 1716, and that is just kind of how it's used to this day. All right. That's there. We go. That's that's interesting. It's good stuff. Yeah. I decided to bring this word up because I was thinking, you know, clowns, scat. Party. Which way do I go? Mm. Do I go clowns or scat? Because that just, could go negatively, or you could put it in a positive way. Yeah. And like that you yeah. chose party. Yeah, I was party like, clown, feels like party, fun. you know. I, I think, I'm going to say it. I think, I think coprophilia is demonized. I think we shouldn't put such a negative light are, are, on it. Are we oppressing coprophiles? I think we're oppressing coprophiles. All right. Coprophiles rise up. I, hashtag much... I stand with coprophiles. Stand... <laughs> you heard it here first on Diction. Head, head over to Twitter. Hashtag I stand with coprophiles. If you hashtag that, I will personally 
commend you. All right. So we've talked about coprophilia. We've talked about parties. Uh, we how have. about we talk about coolrophobia? We can do that. All right. All right tell me. Oh, actually, no, I, I should tell you. Um, so I know because we, we scoped this out beforehand uh, in correspondence in the lead up to the podcast. We do, it we is, do. Uh, it's a fear of clowns. Yes, yes, that is the definition. There we go. Um, Coolrophobia, otherwise known as the fear of clowns, uh, was first coined in the 80s and 90s, so it's like a fairly new term. The word for it's actually uh, a neologism, which is a term that's been coined Mm. recently. I believe that the term is derived from ancient Greek, and the term itself that it was derived from is colovatheristus. Right. Yeah, which translates loosely to um, one who walks on stilts. Oh, okay. But if you take if you like take the word apart, like in like the ancient Greek meaning, then it would like literally translate to the fear of limbs. The fear of limbs. The fear of that limbs. That is scary. So, <laughs> so d- does kuro somehow mean like limbs? Um, kuro comes from like the uh, like the kolo part of the word, mm. and then the. Uh, phobia part is like the fear. Yeah. So yeah, it does. Right. That's interesting. It is. Um, the true origin, however, is still unknown. Mm. There's no actual like, like source. Yeah. I can't tell you anything for sure. There's no like barbecue or tomato. There's no barbecue, sauce. tomato. There's no, no mustard. No there's master no mayonnaise. foods, hot chili sauce. No, no, which no. Is- when it rose to like popularity is around when the Joker came into circulation in DC Comics oh, in right. about nineteen forty. Okay. Yeah. So it is a fairly like fresh concept. Yeah. Um, the Joker, and then around forty years later, uh, Stephen King's novel It came out, mm. which is very topical yeah. considering. Yes, yeah, it's uh, it's all the rage these days. It's all the rage these um, days. Cool I did just go. I saw the movie yesterday, mm. the second one. Yeah. I didn't like it. You didn't I like have it. To say I did not like it. Did you like it. the first one? Um, I thought that one was alright. The second okay. one just felt like um, a lot of them reliving their past experiences mm. in the first movie. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of fresh ideas there. Yeah, right. Okay. Have you seen it? No, I, ha- I haven't seen either of them, actually. Oh, okay. Um, is, is it the one where uh, Stephen King wrote the, like, 13-year-olds having yeah, sex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't include the scene, and that's what no, I was most disappointed yeah. um, about. It, I wanted... He... The child sex scene. He he apparently would always complain in interviews that adaptations never show that scene. Yeah, no, he would. He would. That is, it's crazy. That's... And he would, like, insist that it be included. Yeah. I think he was on a lot of cocaine at the time when he wrote it. Like, <laughs> oh gen- like genuinely. Jeez, yeah. A little bit weird. A bit weird. Cancel. Cancel. I'm cancelling Stephen King. Cancel Stephen King. But he didn't... The Actually, you know Pennywise from It? Yes. The character was thought to be slightly influenced by John Wayne Gacy, who was a serial, serial rapist and murderer. Right. He murdered 33 young teenage boys. He got the nickname uh, Killer Clown because he used to dress up as uh, Pogo the Clown and attend children's birthday parties and like uh, events of the towns and stuff. You don't have those birthday clowns coming around anymore. Yeah, no, so I, I've never seen a birthday clown coming around. I'm, I've I'm, never either. Never. So it's probably just an American movie fantasy or it's something that happens in the US somewhere. Well, that we John don't... Wayne Gacy, the serial mm, killer, was, yeah. a, was a birthday clown. Was a clown. birthday clown, So yeah. I think that was around the time where that stopped because he was a serial... Yeah. It was a multiple s- mm. serial killer. <laughs> so they were yeah. like, maybe we should stop with the clowns. Jeez. So what did he get? Cornflakes? Cheerios? I don't get it. Serial killer? Oh, shit, you... 
Hark, hark. Yeah. He got the death. He got the death penalty. He got the death. Yeah. Oh, he wow. Got the, he got the big death. It chopped his red nose off. And he, just like, <laughs> and he oh. died immediately. Yeah. That's like the vital organ of the clan. Yeah, the it is. Nose. Yeah. It's been theorized that the reason why people have such a dislike and fear of clowns is because of something called the Uncanny Valley Theory. Mm. Um, in which there's a hypothesized relationship between the degree of an object's resemblance to a human being and the emotional response to such an object. Yeah. So because they so closely resemble a human, but there's also that, um, like, the, like the white face and like the red nose yeah, and the, like it's awfully weird like long smile. Yeah, it's too close to a human, but also not close enough. Yeah, it's a similar thing like that people have with like sex dolls or like uh very like the small yeah. little like porcelain dolls. Mm. They're like too close to human, but like also very not human. Yeah, that's also a big thing in three D animation and and games yeah. games especially at the moment because uh, I think the technology is sort of getting to a point where it's almost affordable to render in real time, something that looks pretty close to a real face. Yeah. But you get things like um, in Star Wars, uh, I think it was Rogue One, got Grand Moff Tarkin in CGI and Princess Leia in, in CGI. And they just it looks... look... It, they're so close and it looks so amazing. <laughs> yeah. But it's just that tiny bit too close yet too far that it just looks absolutely like yeah. terrible like in a lot of like low budget games and like mm. animation movies you do see that because they try too hard to get close to humans yeah i think that's why in a lot of like uh american like animated shows they do like the very basic like eyes and mouth yeah. and stuff because it's like it's too far away from human for you to be like oh this is uncomfortable yeah. for me to it's watch it's like stylized and exaggerated um, and I think that's probably the best way to go, really. Like, I mean, I, if you have a low budget, that's the best way to go. If yeah. you have enough money to try to make it good, yeah. then go for it. I think the the most outstanding example I've seen is Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. Like, yeah. what they did with, like, Hulk and, um, oh, yeah. and Thanos. Like, they looked like they belonged in that scene. No, absolutely. And a lot of the time, even they some of the backgrounds money. were completely computer-generated. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Obviously, the bottomless pockets of Disney would have helped. Yeah, no, definitely. But, um, they do have... Endless money. They did just yeah. buy a stadium, Marvel yeah. Stadium. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's probably like pocket change for them as well. No, it definitely was. Yeah, but yeah. Anything else you want to speak about, clowns? Uh, um, you've got very good balance there. She's been on a unicycle this entire time. I have been. Yeah. Um, I do. I do have very good balance. It's because of my huge clown feet, which uh, balance out yeah. the rest of and my abnormally large body. Thanks for coming on the podcast today, Hannah. It was a delight to have you and talk about clowns. Thank you very much. It's a delight to honk my way over here. And thank you for listening. Diction comes out every Friday on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud and Podbean. And if you'd like to stay in the loop, follow Diction on Facebook at facebook.com slash dictioncast. 